Welcome to Polykicks Podcast. I'm Tone and I'm with my boy Daps. Hey guys. And today we're going to talk about the love of the game. We're going to go look back on what made us fall in love with football, where it began and where it got to, I guess. So Daps, you know, let's kick it off. Let me know, what, what, what got you into the love of the game? Um, what got me into the love of the game? Um, well, believe it or not, uh, there was a time when um, I didn't like football. Right. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very well when I was really young. But I do recall, you know, looking at the screen and thinking, nah, it's not really me. Um, so I guess that changed. Um, shortly after a trip back from um, from Nigeria, which is the home of my parents. Right. So we went on a trip. What year was uh, this? This was 1994. Okay. So that was the year the World Cup, but well, I wasn't actually watching that US World Cup. Because I spent most of that time on, on holiday in Nigeria for the whole summer. Okay. And we actually got back from holiday a bit late that year. Mm-hmm. So I started school a bit later. So you missed the World Cup fever, basically. So yeah, yeah. I think a lot of a lot of uh, my friends in the UK, yeah, had caught the bug that summer. Yeah, because I've come back from 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 uh, from Nigeria. Obviously, Nigeria did fairly well in that tournament, but I, I wouldn't known that at that time. Right. So I've come back, um, and um, yeah, come back, come come back into my primary school at the time and. Uh, uh, two of my two of my best friends at the time. Uh, yeah, they had started playing playing football. Now, if I remember correctly, there was a guy called uh, Jose come came in from Spain. Had to be a Spanish guy. Was the best baller, didn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, he came in from Spain, and uh, I think most of the or all the all of the class, all of the boys in the class were playing football mm-hmm. at this point, and. Uh, Something I wasn't really interested in before. It kind of became a thing where I had to join in, you know. It was join part, the crowd. Yeah, join the crowd, you know. As in, um, I guess it was part of a social acceptance thing, you know. As in, uh, all my friends were playing football. So, yeah, I jumped in and um, I was pretty bad at the start. But, you know, you baby steps should get better. Yeah. And um, so at the same time as this was happening, um, you know, the Premier League sticker book was big in the playground. Loved that, yeah. Yeah, so the FA Premier League sticker book was it? Was it? Was it called Merlin? Was it Merlin? Yeah, it was a Merlin. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, Merlin uh, FA Premier League sticker book. So the first one, one, the first yeah. one I had was the ninety four, ninety five, the black one. Yeah, oh, with the yeah. yellow writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I know that. So um, obviously that was a way of gathering information on on this new sport that I just adopted. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I mean, uh, I started learning about all these teams from all, all these places around England, mm-hmm. uh, different places around England. Like, you know, at the time, an eight-year-old kid. I've been to Nigeria. Yeah. Uh, but apart from that, my world's t- two, three-mile radius around my house in southeast London. Right? Mm-hmm. So learning about all these new weird and wonderful places in the UK. Yeah. And uh, a lot of all these weird and wonderful... Uh, they'll, they'll, it just started... The influx of uh, foreign players that just started in the Prem, so yeah, yeah. you you start to, uh, you know, I started to 
See a bit of culture. So yeah, see to see uh, names and people from outside the, your immediate environment. So um, yeah, so that was interesting. Um, so that's where I started kind of playing the game, like two two and oh, you know, just just in the playground with mm-hmm. with one of them soft spongy balls. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to everyone who remembers them. <laughs> so um, yeah, the soft spongy yellow ball. In the, in the on the concrete playground, so yeah, that was where it started. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that got <clears throat> so if we're, we're going turning down to the year after, yeah, in '95, that's where it got consolidated a bit of my love for the game because uh, I wasn't watching it right at, at, at that point. But um, I think a key moment is my dad uh, arriving to the UK mm-hmm. to divorce permanently at the time, and uh, I think one of the first things he did. Was uh, was this all the sky? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get straight Essential to watching the football. Times, yeah. yeah, that's at what the time was we, on. We, yeah, at the time we didn't have Sky, and uh, before before he arrived, so I mean I didn't watch it at all, and um, but yeah, he, he he ordered Sky, and um, so yeah, that kind of became a kind of a bonding session between me, him, and my brother. Yeah, where we wouldn't speak too much, but he would allow us to come and sit in a room for Super Sundays and uh, and all, all the other games that were, that were on at the time. Uh, so my my interest starts getting more consolidated. Every week I'm doing this as a ritual mm-hmm. with my, my dad. And it, it was an armchair thing because at the time, I mean, that's how I well, introduced to the game. In it. I, I didn't get introduced to the game. I didn't have a dad that was saying, yeah, this is a, this is a team to support and we're going to these games yeah. and uh, we're going to these games on the terraces. So it was just at the time it was just the thing where he was a conservative um, yeah. observer. Yeah, he was a. He was a. I mean, I think he was a Leeds fan actually originally because because uh, of you know he, he came up in you know he's born in the fifties and Leeds were good in the seventies. So I mean, uh, he I think he just recalled watching them yeah. on the odd occasion that he got to watch them in Nigeria on TV. Um, so the team of the Billy Bremner and Johnny Giles, he, he talked up quite a bit. Championship winning squad, yeah. Right? By by the time he came to the UK, that's that year, he was uh, he was a bit of an anyone but United. Yeah. He he we watched Newcastle because they were the entertainers. Yeah. Now, unashamedly, at the time, I was a United fan because they were the best team. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know any better. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I was watching. I was watching. Um. But anyway, so we were watching um a lot of Sky at the time, consolidating my love for the game. At the same time, I'm getting better and better, I guess, on on the playground. Uh, just getting better at playing football and enjoying it more with mm-hmm. my friends. So, um, oh, and uh, you know, start you know at, at the same at the same age, I started collecting match uh, match weekly. You know, oh, yeah, magazine, the magazines, the, yeah, the weekly magazine, magazines. the weekly magazine that that gives you more and more an impression. That, so that I guess was... that's my journey of like that's that's the start of my journey of following football journalism, which has always been a thing, right? Alongside my actually following the actual game. It's, it's, yeah, it's quite funny. It's quite funny that because those magazines collecting. Because I, I I recall I had that magazine. I used to be a weekly subscriber, and what I always took from that was you always got to see that little bit of extra insight about the player, mm-hmm. something he liked, something he did, fun yeah. fact. You know, something yeah, something yeah. that brought you a little bit closer. Because as a as a as a football fan, you always wanted to know how they kind of lived their lives because it was a fulfilling the dream that you always wanted to kind of experience. So yeah, those, those things idols. there, what people didn't realise was that they were 
our equivalent of their Instagrams now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except yeah, yeah. nowadays it's slightly that's your access to the access yeah. to the player. So, so that's what I can definitely uh, relate yeah, right, to yeah. that. So yeah, so, yeah. Please continue. So, so if I recall, in and around that time, quite a few things happened. Yeah. Who won the league, the the Premiership that year? Ninety five, ninety six. That that was the first season I was watching fully. Yeah. Uh, and United won it. United won it. And they yeah. remember that they started. It was it was the it was the it was the year of Alan Alan Hansen's you'll never win anything with exactly kids. Right. Beck um so United had just sold in the previous season Ince, Kincholskis, Mark Hughes, Hughes. Those were big free yeah, players in their first big, team. Big, and then he's brought in he's brought in Beckham, uh he's brought in Gary Neville ahead of Paul Parker, who was still there, but yeah. he's brought in Gary Neville. He's, he's started to play Gary Neville Scholes, more and more. Paul Scholes. Well, Scott's probably broke in the latest in, in the team as a first team player, but he, he had started he had started dipping in and out as a uh, as an I, SS I as an attacking attack, 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 attacking with it um, with Andy Cole. He was a striker. That's what yeah, he, he, striker. He, he used to play just off like a showman, mm-hmm. and uh, he had just yeah he had just kind of he was dipping in and out, but he wasn't he wasn't Beckham actually played more or less the whole season that that ninety five ninety six season. Gary Neville played the whole season and uh, yeah. And yeah, I mean skulls, but we're we're getting dipped in every now and again. Phil Neville's getting dipped in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, in uh, that was a team that was a team that won. So the ninety five, ninety six, they won the double. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, now you're now you're really getting yeah, into the football. Cantona, Cantona was a bit of a legend at that mm-hmm. time. He he come back from that ten that ten month ban, and yeah. then actually solid, um, actually kind of um, led led United to the title with with those kids around him. Mm-hmm. So that was a that was a legendary, a moment. Um, what what was what was, what about in the international front? What what? Well, any anything stood out for you, in those early days? Because, you know. Well, the well a major tournament. Yeah. The major tournament at the end of that summer mm-hmm. of ninety six. I'm uh, I'm ten years old at this point. Um, well, yeah, the big. That big tournament was uh was England in the Euro ninety six yeah 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 it's in like and it was on Massive. it was on it was on home soil wasn't it home soil so uh, football came home uh, as as the song as the song goes and um, literally yeah so that was my initiation into being uh, an England fan being part of uh, being part of the nation and uh, kind of celebrating your English identity in in a way you know and um, I'm a kid and um. Um, you know, learn 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 the name, learn the words to that to that anthem, the the Bedeon Skinner mm-hmm. anthem. Football's coming home. It's coming home, yeah. And uh, it was my initiation at the time. It was uh, it was thirty years of hurt. Now it's fifty four years of hurt. <laughs> so um, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know it would be that long at the time. But in that first tournament I watched, uh, we you know like uh, we nearly we nearly won it. You know, we got to the semi finals. It, it kind of gave me too much hope at the time. I think. Yeah. For 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 years to come, but yeah. um yeah that was a big that was a big um kind of initiation into into because you're it's on your home it's on your home patch. it's a great tournament now I'm not sure if it was in like I had an idea I knew it was on our own patch but yeah. I guess as I said as a ten year old being being um having you know South East London as my world at the time I don't recall um I don't remember kind of other nations being around and I'm just talking about other nations fans being around on the roads but 
I think it's because where we live, it's not central enough. Yeah. For that to occur, you know, they they probably had their their you'd bases to, in different cities as well. Anyway. You'd have to take a wrong corner to end up in um, that part of South East. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, as a ten yard, but yeah. I knew it was going on 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 the home turf and in in the uh, obviously at school, everyone's talking about it. You know, um, it's a very big deal. When you look back very, on it now, deal, yeah. it's as, it's as significant as us having the Olympics here in two thousand and twelve. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's definitely. a significant moment because, you know, we we may never ever experience having a competition on home soil. If you remember, England won the World Cup. Yeah, on home soil. On home soil, soil. Yeah, and and that and that's that's what got played out in the song and, that's and at what, the time yeah. in the media. Yeah. Uh, Thirty years, like, are we gonna do it yeah, again? We're gonna and, do it. Yeah, it was their best chance. They had a great team. It was, I I remember I remember the tournament. Now I wouldn't say it was it was my most memorable tournament but I remember the tournament because yeah. I remember experiencing it I was 12 I was playing football I was yeah. loving football I was football crazy yeah. England playing I knew the significance I knew it was in in England it was going to be in English grounds it was it was a chance to win it the potential's there the players there mm-hmm. you know um, it'd be a great great story you know it's that it's that whole dream um, yeah. and, and I remember like as a 12 year old like feeling that connected to the national team like yeah yeah i don't think right. i've ever felt as connected no as, as, never as, as never never since uh, never since i was uh everyone was united yeah. together it was like literally it didn't matter where you was from yeah but when you was here in england in london southeast wherever you was england yeah it was, it was the most it was the most english you're ever gonna yeah. feel like you know what i mean it was it was a great experience it was uh it was a sad experience at the end. It gave me my first tears yeah. for like. I don't. I, I don't think I. I don't think I actually cried. I think uh, uh, my younger brother did, but he was yeah, a bit younger. Mean, but yeah. uh, but I was in there. Yeah, that, that, that was that was. I, that I was, shed a tear. That was. Uh, I was distraught. Yeah, I shed a tear. Uh, I was sure. distraught. But it was a great tournament. It was a great tournament. So yeah, please continue. Yeah. So, so I mean that tournament also it introduced and opened my eyes to. Uh, other nations and, and other nations uh, players and, and, Holland. and, and I, I, yeah Holland and I, I Germany assume, I, Germany yeah I mean um, I, I remember from that team Mehmet Scholl and Germany. Tommy Hasler I remember I remember how good yeah uh, they were because I, I mean I, I like little dribbling dribbling type players you know and uh, those, those guys were very skillful and um, uh, that was my first proper introduction into uh the myth, the legend, Zinedine Zidane. Okay. That was probably the first time I had seen him, seen him play. So like these these types of players, I mean, you remember the 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 Czech Republic as well. Czech Republic. Patrick Patrick Berger, um, Karol Pabulski. They Pavel they they Nedved. from Pavel Nedved. All hmm. three of them, yeah. And you know, yeah. Nedved's uh, eventually he's got, he's gone to Lazio yeah. that summer, and Pabulski and uh, and Berger have gone to England, haven't they? Yeah. They've gone to. Um, to, to Liverpool and United, yeah. so um, they had a Popolski chip. As in, like you, you saw things from other nations, and, and you, you start yeah, Davosuke, you start Robert to get Pazanecki. an idea. Pazanecki, yeah, but you forgot the other one. Uh, Boban was a, was a part was of the team. Boban, I believe he was. He yeah, was a part Croatia, of the team. Yeah. That so, was his last last like few tournaments. So, so yeah, you get you get an impression that there's a, there's a bottom wide and wonderful yeah. game outside of these shores as well. Yeah. Um, 
the I guess if you're talking 96 there was another key moment that consolidated my love for the game and that would be um the Olympics later the Olympics, that year 96. and then it was in Atlanta in Atlanta, America yeah and uh who won the tournament Nigeria Nigeria yeah, yeah. Super Eagles great team now yeah I didn't have any expectations of them at the time I didn't know anything about the 94 team yeah, they were a great uh, team as well. Which yeah, which had started this, uh, started the legacy for the, for 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 this team. And um, but yeah, I watched the the tournament intently, and uh, remember the Amanike winner. Yeah, and uh, you know he knocked good teams out of that uh, that tournament. Argentina, Brazil, and um, yeah, so won that. You know, I was gassed. I I I asked my dad, oh yeah, can you can you get can you get can you get the Nigeria jersey? And uh, he managed to get some some through from uh from from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Like one of his friends, maybe you came in on the next flight, and brought 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 in, um, yeah, a replica, uh, Euro uh, Olympic ninety six kit. So I mean that that was I mean Nigeria at the time was in, well, it was just good good time to as in it was a. One of the first moments, I guess, I celebrated my Nigerian identity mm-hmm. as well. So my English identity uh, was celebrated earlier that summer, and then my Nigerian identity. So it's kind of like a good, it was a good kind of moment, and uh, football created that at that moment. So um, yeah, um, so I don't know. Beyond that, so now I'm playing football as well. More, more recreationally in any type of area we can find. Mm-hmm. There was uh, two big parks near my house, um, Forster Park and uh, Beckenham Place Park. So I, I lived in a place called Bellingham, outskirts mm-hmm. of Catford, close to Be- Beckenham Hill. So there was two two big major parks. I'm sure you've you've been to one a couple of them yeah, okay. back, back at them, them time, place, yeah. those times. And... Uh, there was also a green, like behind a uh, a church called Saint John's. There was a green. There was we called it the green. Played a lot of football there. Played a lot of football at a place called the Dumps, which was near a um, near a, well, the grounds of a youth centre. Okay. And uh, played a lot of football in a uh, Sedgill playing fields. We used to jump over the fence and yeah, play play football in Sedgill playing yeah. playing fields. Is a is a big 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 uh, big playing fields near school. We play uh, a school in my house. So. And a lot of places to play football, it gets you introduced to your local environment and your local and local boys that are, don't go to your primary or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just just your local terrain, isn't it? Yeah. Um, now, beyond that, um, you know, you start. I don't know. You st- I started watching a lot of. Uh, United games and Newcastle games and Arsenal games in Europe because yeah. like, obviously after the 96 uh, after seeing all these different array of talent from all these different nations I start watching a lot of um, I start watching the European nights United involved in and, uh, and a lot of players a lot of those uh, games United played in like against Juventus like they played them three years on the trot in, in that time and uh, the Zidane's Deschamps uh, Del Piero, you, you, all these names are getting reeled off. I mean, at the time, I didn't watch uh, Italian football, which was very prominent. It was amazing on 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 Channel Four at the time. We'll, we'll because, get to that. We'll get because to that. yeah, because it clashed. It clashed with um, 
a lot of the Prem games and because uh, I, yeah, I was a big Sky guy at the time. I mean, uh, I missed out on that. But I, I was watching a lot of the Italian stuff through, like, European, through nights. European nights. And uh, it's a shame that the Utes these days don't really get a chance to watch that because no. all of it's been uh, privatised. It's not on free-to-air TV. No, and they, that a lot of those nights were like where I'd get a, couple, uh, a lot of my legends of the game from. I mean, I'm, I'm from 96... I McManaman was one of my favourite players from the England team. Mm-hmm. If you're looking further on to Dan from the European Knights, yeah. um, Kocha, I remember Kocha playing United, United Fenerbahce, mm-hmm. and yeah, that blew my mind. Yeah. And obviously because he was Nigerian as well. Quality player. Yeah. I, I dyed my hair Auburn. Mm-hmm. After the night, yeah, woke up because of him, it come out like purple. Mr. Shocking, Brown, yeah. shocking, uh, shocking. But you know, so that's that's what you do for the love of, uh, yeah. love of your of your idol at the time, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah. Um, what else? Um, so, I guess we, you know, at the time as well. Um, for going into the uh, watching the game on the terraces as well. Now, um, the closest club that were palatable, I guess, uh, were Crystal Palace. I mean, uh, there was a yeah, there was a club, there was a club. You have Millwall as well, close to us, but yeah. you know, it's, it's it's seen as a bit of a. There's it's got some racial yeah. elements to its support, um, racist elements to its support. So my dad, my dad wasn't really having that, but we did. He did get us uh, several tickets. Like one, once he got settled and had a bit of disposable income about him, we, mm-hmm. he got us several tickets to um, to uh, the Palace games early on, just before they got relegated from the Prem in the night, early late nineties, the ninety seven yeah. ninety eight season. I think mm-hmm. you um, came to you came to a few yeah. in it, the Sheffield United game. Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, and uh, Palo de Canyon. That was United. I think they played United. There was a couple other games. But, um, yeah, I mean, so always there's a soft spot for Palace as well mm-hmm. because of that. Um, them being so local. Um, I also, I guess, if you're talking about introduction into playing, playing the game competitively, mm-hmm. I briefly played uh, for, a, for a team in uh, called Shirley Juniors. Used to train, train, train in Beckenham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sunday League, Tandridge. Okay, Tandridge yeah, C. Yeah. So, you know, you had Tandridge and, and, and Bexley. Yeah. So, Bexley was more the Kent side. Tandridge was more the Surrey side. Surrey. Croydon, yeah. Croydon and, and outskirts. And, and Bromley. with Bexley yeah. mm-hmm. and Kent and outskirts. And I was, uh, yeah, I played for Tandridge, a Tandridge, Tandridge C time, team. Mm-hmm. Um, substitute left winger for the main part. Played left back sometimes. Okay. But, yeah, pretty much, I mean, Beyond that, I guess uh, once I hit about thirteen, I mean, you start just um, just just doing other things that that a young teenage lad gets up to, you know. Yeah. And uh, I guess my obsession with the game had had uh, had, had quelled a little bit, and uh, you just start exploring other things. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I remember I did come back to to football around sixteen to watching it, watching it, and watching a lot more foreign stuff, Spanish football, Italian yeah. football now. A lot more to show. Uh, English football. And I wasn't as focused on just one team. And mm-hmm. I think that's been my philosophy since. I haven't really followed one team as such. It's um, just more I like certain managers, I like certain styles, I like certain players. 
mm-hmm. and uh, just watching it from an overview of things. Um, I I stopped really playing it. I mean, um, beyond but beyond thirteen, apart okay. from playground antics in uh, when you're when you're in secondary school. Beyond mm-hmm. that, I kind of stopped playing it recreationally. But you know, still very much active in in watching, mm-hmm. and uh, that's been going on from for for into adulthood. As in, I, I dipped off a little bit interest-wise of late. Um, it's got harder and harder to access the game. Definitely. With, uh, with, with the private, you know, the full privatisation of it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I still, I'm still active, you know, in terms of watching it. So, um, how about you, Ant? Um So, tell us where it started at first and uh, how you got into watching and playing and uh, all the things related to... Okay. So take us back. Um, do you know what? Like, I remember my first my first real recollection is actually as a six year old, summer of nineteen ninety. <laughs> six years old. Taking it back. Yeah, taking it back, back. Um, I I saw my dad watching the TVs, watching these guys kicking ball. He's getting really like enthusiastic. And like really supportive. I'm like, Daddy, who's playing? And, and he was like, um, it's England versus Cameroon. Is it Cameroon? England versus Cameroon, yeah. Yeah, like, like Roger Miller? Yeah, Roger Roger Miller yeah. was uh, They came close. I think I think Cameroon, I think it was quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. I think it was, it was quarters. It's quarters. Yeah, it was, was quarters. Was it two two? Or was it three two? What was three two? I think to England. Like, yeah. yeah, they just a bit. just squeaked it. Yeah, so basically Cameroon were on the verge of winning. Then England came back. I think. Yeah. Went into extra time. Or I don't know. I can't remember what happened. But basically, they didn't make it. And um, my dad was quite gutted, and and I didn't understand what 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 the issue was. But he was trying to explain to me that that was like the closest an African team has come to winning a World Cup was getting as furthest as possible and like yeah. he was like they're representing he said although we're from Ghana I'm from Ghana mm-hmm. he said they're representing they're representing your, your you know like your continent they're like that's mm-hmm. that's an amazing achievement so I kind of vaguely remember that from then on I'd see people playing football like at the bottom of the state I lived on and um, and I'd always want to just get involved that's how I'd stand outside the cage watching. I like, hope someone would say that like, you know you can you can play, yeah. just so I can run around have some kicks, whatever. Like, yeah, I just started loving it, and from there I think me and my friends would like. Do you know it was it was so old school, yeah. Like that I can't even imagine. I've got a son now, I can't imagine him doing these sort of things. But I was like seven, and we'd literally go meet your next mate, who'd be waiting outside for you. Then knock for your other mate, like ask if he can come out, and then like we'd just all go to the green, like about six, seven of us, meet some other kids and be like, "Do you want to play against each other?" Set up the the goalposts and um, and off we'd go, and it'd be amazing, and I'd be playing, and the amount of people that were Ian Wright, <laughs> yeah, the match, you know what? Like, I just about miss, I missed the buggy, right? you missed that, listen, uh, but like. I, I remember, I remember <laughs> Ian Wright was was doing bits in in playgrounds in the early night. He was listen, I was I was a Man United supporter, yeah, um, which we'll go into, yeah, but um, I just remember Ian Wright like before before he went to Arsenal, that like, even at Palace, like, to see this yeah. guy. And like he was bubbly and he scored goals, he just scored goals and he loved it and he scored goals and he was so passionate. And like 
that was that's that that represented that represented the people I was around that represented my neighborhood that represented like everyone's kind of feeling and vibe um and yeah it's just yeah we used to just love it we loved it but somehow i missed the euros 92 tournament now what i I've, obviously i watch football so i've looked back on that and i think in the end denmark won it peter schmeichel mm-hmm. lifted the european championship yeah and they were like the dark horses because they hadn't actually qualified for the tournament but because I think it was Yugoslavia were having the civil war. Yeah, there's something related to that. Yeah, Yeah, they they got got left out of the tournament. So Denmark were reinstated and somehow managed to get to the final and win the tournament. So I missed that, you know. Mm -hmm. I missed that. I was still kicking ball in the playground and with my friends, but I didn't see that tournament, which was a bit surprise. But that's life, you know. Like, I was young. It's It's not fully expected, but... The tournament that done it for me was the one that you missed yeah. that we spoke about world cup usa 94 like amazing tournament um it's a shame england weren't in it because it's weird like so i started watching like football properly like i don't know like i'd watched it in 1990 the 91 season what was the season that united won the cup winners cup 91 that's the case. Okay, so that's the season that I started watching <coughs> watching United. Yeah, it was that season. Yeah. Then winning that cup, that was the first time I experienced like success like as a United fan. I don't know what got me liking them. Maybe it's just the fact that they were being televised on TV. Yeah, yeah. I liked them. I liked the players. Yeah, I mean that's that, that's. That, I mean, at the time, yeah, they 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 were the ones that were being televised. If you if they're in the cup winners' cup, they're yeah. they're gonna get televised, you know. and they're the ones that. Yeah, yeah. A kid's gonna follow on if it's gonna be a TV thing. So yeah, yeah, definitely. But but World Cup '94, like because what had happened was in '93, I'm watching Italian football, mm-hmm. like Italian football in the European stages, like like in the European trophies, um, AC Milan's teams like that, like AC Milan in particular. Mm-hmm. I was watching them '93, and I was like, I love Italian football. I used to love Italian football, like big fan now when England missed out on the on the World Cup 94 I watched that game it was it was it was bittersweet because it's like I was an England supporter as such because I'd follow England all the time and this that and the other but what it was is by that stage they just became like just just an anybody kind of team just like a bang average team that was not the team of the 1990 World Cup yeah and they were a bit of a disappointment so if I've been honest with you, watching that Ronald Koeman free kick made me just idolise the guy because he was amazing. I saw him, I did see him in the 92 Champions League mm-hmm. lift the trophy for Barcelona, Barcelona yeah. at Wembley against Sampdoria. So I was a big fan of his, so it was kind of bittersweet. But yeah, I, I went into that World Cup... Um, Supporting Italy because because England weren't there. I was supporting Italy because I've no. watched these players over the course of the like, last last year and a half, and um, it was just amazing. Great tournament, full of excitement. It was like as a first proper World Cup for me to be introduced to. It was amazing. Like everything about it, excitement. Like Italy ended up getting to the final. The bittersweet was my favorite player, Roberto Baggio. Um, didn't score a penalty. 
Um, Brazil ended up winning the World Cup. Ronaldo was a part of that squad. Not in, in the first team squad, but he was a part of the squad. Now, this is the original Ronaldo, by the way. R9. Mm. R9. Who, who, who went on to become like just... El Phenomenal. The GOAT, yeah. But um, yeah, so, so that World Cup was great. Like, kind of love that. From there, I'm loving football. United, I'm just loving United. I'm loving United. Um, we started winning things, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I remember a game in particular, actually, that for some reason I can't etch out of my head. Like, United played Honvids. I can't remember what, what, what year. It might have been, like, 93 or something. And I actually wrote, a, like, a little um, match report mm-hmm. about the game, about the starting lineup. Like, I've got it somewhere. Like, it was just funny, like... That's that's how kind of tactically aware I was of like my team like that's it was all it was all like full focus on United like they became like just you know um, but yeah then then Euro ninety six came amazing tournament as I mentioned to you um, you know like there's not too much to cover on that it was it, it ended up being quite an emotional one because that's the first time I like felt tears and pain yeah, yeah. of, of, so of like, England's like not you know like we 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 got we bought into the hurt there <laughs> definitely the definitely like it was as a nation like yeah as a nation we literally thought it was going to come our way but um from there you know we got the world cup 98 that was great England again started to become this but you know when I think back when I look back over it all um I kind of stopped supporting England, like, I don't know. After that, yeah. 2006, no, I, got, I gave them oh, a go. Yeah. 2000, let us down, the yeah. Euros. Yeah, <laughs> 2002, I don't think they even competed. I can't even remember. Like, they, uh, they got to the tournament, they got to the quarterfinals. Which, which one was uh, that, 2000? Oh, against Portugal. Um, Two thousand two was oh Brazil was Brazil 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 the, the it might be second round actually but Brazil in the quarterfinals I think Brazil yeah um, no listen it, well, I, yeah it's I gave it to two thousand and six so I remember I gave, I gave it, it two thousand four actually as in as in uh but as in in terms Greece, of in, in terms yeah. of being upset that England are going out. after that it became a, a kind of a yeah. neutral zone where I was I kind of protected myself <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. Against like, the pain, but... Um, yeah, um, I, 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 know, I know what you mean. Like, although now I'm, 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 actually, I'm actually pretty much by, I'm pretty, pretty behind them. But I have been for a while. But in terms of a young project. Yeah, they've been a young proved. project. But, um, I think the expectation got lowered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was good. Because at a point, it got refreshing. to the point where it was, yeah, it was, it was too much. Isn't it? Yeah. Like, the hype around it. And with someone... Like, I was watching a lot of the other leagues, so I was kind of like, well, that, you know... Temporal expectations a little bit. These guys have got some decent, <laughs> decent players as well, you know. But um, that was sorry. Uh, yeah, no. What I was just saying was them. just yeah. I think by '06 Germany '06, that was the last bit. Like that's the the tournament where did Fia Walcott come and not play? Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was that's one of the most pointless things ever. Rooney was injured. Rooney was injured for that whole tournament, didn't he? He was injured. No, he was injured prior, and they rushed him. They rushed him back in. uh, They 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 uh they knew they knew he probably wouldn't be able to feature heavily, and uh, they they rushed him in, as you do. Yeah. Um. No. But so I mean, that's your 
Those are watching football, yeah. That yeah, that's part. that's that's where the timeline kind of ends. Like. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you guys, I know you've been watching football since uh, on and off, but in terms of because I know you had a uh, you played football because um, I, I had one year in a in a, a Sunday league level, and uh, I, I guess I called it quits. Yeah, I was like, all right, I'm not to, not up to scratch here. Better get back to just watching. Yeah, uh, but uh, I know you had a bit more of a, a longer period at much level so I did talk yeah. Through, yeah yeah talk us through that how it started and where it ended okay um how it started um you know I've told you from from the age of like six and a half to nine nine or so nine ten um you know I love football it's, it's an everyday thing it's me and my friends play like on a regular basis like every single day I get I play just at the bottom of my flats goal to goal with an airflow, the airflow actually helped us improve on, um, on, on on being able to put a ball specifically where you need to because you have to you have to be able to judge the trajectory, trajectory yeah. in order to be able to like you know with an airflow so you actually have to hit it a certain way at all times for it to do what you need it to do. Yeah. Um, so we got to the point where I was ten. My dad, my dad told me that he and my brother had. Um, been at, up on the common, Blackheath Common, and they'd seen a bunch of kids training. So my dad asked the brand and they said, yeah, like, I'm a year younger than the general age group, but, like, I can participate in training, why not? Like, not a problem. So I'd start going. Um, through going, they they were like, yeah, like, you're pretty good. Um, do you want to join the team? Even though you're younger, so I was like, yeah. Like, I don't know anything about all this. Like, if I get to play, like, I'll play. So did that, um, and 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 that summer somehow the coach had got me, me and my friend, like a summer camp trial at Millwall. Yeah, now I've always known about Millwall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're blue, we're white. Yeah. Anyway, um, that 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 yeah, it was um, they were my local club. Um, there was always that stigma about Burmese and going there like although I did have my dad's mechanic work around the corner from the stadium so I always felt familiar with that area because I was always there but I didn't realise the whole backstory to it and stuff like that but anyway trained there um, that I think helped improve me because I was actually like training with quite a few like professional kids now nothing materialised out of that but like, I ended up going back to my team um we started we started pre-season pre-season was amazing like I'd never experienced this so I'm, I'm like 10 years old now going into secondary school about to go into secondary school that summer and um, our pre-season games are against international teams so we played against a team from Pasadena in like the state of California or something mm-hmm. like that um, we played some German team we played a few we played a few teams um, from different countries which was great the problem was, they were playing me as a left winger. Now I I knew how to score goals. So I wasn't really, I'm not really. I I've got pace. I was I had pace, should I say? Um, but I didn't like to overzert my energy. So they're playing me out wide, all the time, and um, I'm not really enjoying it as much. But you know, season's about to start. And what's happened is, is I've had my new school started at my new school, and what team was this, by the way? Uh, this team was Galleons, I think. 
uh, club in Greenwich. Okay. So, um, I've had my first uh, school football trials, and literally, at the end of the trials, the manager said to me, you're the first player we're picking. So I was like, okay, it can't be too bad. Um, that following weekend, had our first, um, first school match. I think I scored about six goals, six, seven goals against Forest Hill Boys School. Shout out to all them boys. Um, and, um, and, and what's happened is um, this, this guy has approached me, this like, scout has approached me saying that um, he's been recommended by one of my classmates to come and watch me. And he was like, he basically said to me, have I started the season with my new club yet? And like, I, I told him I hadn't started, I just pre-season finished. Like, the, we're about to start the games over the next coming weeks. Mm -hmm. So he was like, look, don't sign for the club. And, um, <laughs> and, and sign for me. Tapping up going on, early doors. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, well, yeah but what, what he actually yeah, yeah. said was like, sign for me, yeah. you won't have to pay no subs. Mm -hmm. For every goal you score, for every hat-trick you score, I get you McDonald's meal. And um, I pick you up and take you home from training. Nice. Yeah. Good deal. I just thought, you know what? Very, uh... the, cl the club he wanted me to play for, Oxley's United, was like... A bunch of um, boys from our school that all that were all friends, and um, and I got along with them. So do you know what? I kind of thought this works out. This this isn't. I don't have a problem with this. Like like the thing is, the club was in the C league, so we had the basically A B C and D. Yeah, so they were in the C League, whereas the club I was leaving, in all fairness, they also were in the C League, but they they were in the higher age bracket so it was a bit more competitive um anyway I ended up going to this this team as a result of me not not signing for the other club I actually had to have I, I missed the first eight games of the season because of how the transfer policy mm -hmm. worked so I actually missed the first eight so I had to sit out yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I missed out of the first half of the season so I'm sitting there watching them play win lose you know it's it's like it's frustrating because I've sacrificed my first career kind of move like on this. But you know what? I just carried on playing for my school, end up scoring goals for my school in between that time anyway. To the point where we actually went on in that first in the first two years of school football of uh, being double champions. So London and Bexley champions, which is like the highest you can get yeah, in the school. Yeah, in the school thing. The only tournament that we didn't participate in was the outer London tournaments, which I had confidence we would have won. Like, literally four trophies in the first two years. Like, we went on an undefeated streak, I think, for the first two seasons, four seasons, where no one had beaten us. Our school football team was that solid. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm cool with missing off the season. Finally get the opportunity to play. I started bagging goals. Like, I'm talking about, we. it was able to, we, I was able to lift our, our game. Like, if... You know, there was games in the past where we'd, we'd, we'd lose 3-2, now we'd be winning 5-3. Mm -hmm. I gave them that little extra injection. Just, just That's all they needed. They had a good good players. They were a good team. Mm. They just needed that little bit extra, which I was able to give them, and I felt confident like from that. Anyway, that, that, ended, that story ended um, when we were able to win a cup. We won a cup, which was amazing for the club. Like I'm so glad to have been a part of that. The boys were wicked. Um, I've then been 
offered a chance to play in the B League for a team called Boston Rangers. Step up. No, sorry, that's a lie. Boston Rangers have actually just got promoted to the A League. So they saw saw what, what I had in me, like from my previous accolades from the school team, from the reputation I've managed to acquire kind of and they wanted to sign me so it was it was a move I couldn't refuse kind of like, you know. Mm-hmm. Gone on there. Do you know what? The change of levels at the start. <laughs> um yeah, I felt I felt I, I had a great pre season training. Like some good tournaments, won some good games, friendlies, I'm scoring, I'm feeling comfortable. But when the season started I just couldn't seem to break break it kind of like for maybe three, four games to the point where the manager kinda of lost 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 faith in me as a starter and gave the opportunity to another player who kinda of held on to that position. So in the end I found myself going towards like the last maybe eight games of the season thinking I'm not really getting a looking too much. I've scored a few goals but not enough and I'm definitely not gonna be ahead of the other guy. And he's a good player so I couldn't knock him. So I had a way out. Um a friend of mine's dad managed a team in the B League, so okay, dropping down the league again. But I felt like, you know what, I've seen it from the C to the A, down to the B. Okay, you know what, I could do that. There's eight games to go, so I asked for a transfer. They were able to do that. Like because of the time of the season, they actually were able to run it through and I was able to play. You know what? Smashed it. In that B League, like managed to again, like we acquired a few me and two other guys that I was friends with ended up coming together mm-hmm. and we, we, we transformed that team to the point where I was the captain of that team and um, we were just smashing it, like, we were smashing it. I was able to play, I started, I then, I was, the manager, the manager had enough confidence in me to allow me to play in different positions so I could play as a fullback, I could play just behind the strikers, I, could, I played in goal mm-hmm. a few times, you know, like, he literally let me just yeah. have free reign so I mean, it's important at that level to, to see things from different perspectives 100% uh, I think uh, at a certain uh, a certain level I mean uh, I guess players get typecast in positions a bit too early yeah yeah yeah. Level, yeah I started fancying so myself as like, a better player you, uh, how old you these, uh, these times 12, 13 uh, by now I'm, I'm, I'm about 14 14 yeah I'm 14 I'm, I'm feeling confident like I'm I, I see myself as a bit of a leader so yeah that's why I'm playing these different positions. I'm able to delegate things to people. I'm able to build people up. Like I felt, I felt good. He gave me the opportunity. Anyway, that we had one season of that. The next season, I'm approaching fifteen. You know, um, I got I got offered to go to a club called. So the previous club was called Valley Valiance. Yeah, the team yeah. in, I think they were around Grove Park area. Yeah, yeah. yeah we used to train at. <laughs> we used to tra- train at Sedgill School and all that. But um, the next club I went on to was Elton Progress. Um, I had a few friends from from that club, and they were they were like, I felt like they were like the Crystal Palace mm-hmm. of the thing. Like like there was man them there mm-hmm. that I knew from years from years playing street football. Like we used to all play street football in my local area, so it was like he was part of the gang. Uh, that 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 ended up being an amazing season. Scored a lot of goals. It was just an imp- we just everyone worked so well together like it was such a united team like I can remember some some amazing games like scoring thirty yards out or you know like going in for a heavy challenge like and the whole team backing it like it was it was great um, 
that that came to an end. Like the team disbanding at the end of that season. We finished about fourth, fifth. You know, it was a lot of personal accolades for myself. But as a result of that, I was now going into. I was going to be turning sixteen the following year, and um, it was my last school year in football. Yeah. And I got signed by a team called Thamesmead Town, who were a semi-professional team in the Kent Youth League. Yeah. They just got the tree. Yeah, top of the tree. Like that's level. Yeah. yeah, that's that's it above like Bexley A. Eh? This is yeah. now elite football. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and. Um, they they've kind of their manager kind of followed my career from a long time because I was just that player that they they kind of knew from the uh, five aside tournament circuits or you know like friends of friends would be like I've played with him or you know I've played against him or they've watched their nephews or sons yeah. at school level play against my teams and get demolished yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> so you're gonna scout into more informal it's the people the people. Yeah. Do you pay attention to what's going on? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You see someone, you're like, yeah, ball on, you know. But, yeah. Um, yeah, you know what, if I'm being honest with you, um, I thought, you know what, why not? I've done it all now. Like, I've tried every single division. Now I'm going from B to, like, above A to, like, this this league. I was like, this may be hard, but you know what? Pre-season started well. Become a bit of a fan favourite in the pre-seasons. I was cocky. I was a cocky striker, you know. Like, I'd, I'd tell defenders during games, like, I'm going to get past you and score at some point. Like, it, it wasn't even arrogance. It was just, I was so confident. Like, like there was times, I'll be honest with you, like, I'd celebrate. I'd celebrate. I'd, I'd have celebrations ready at hand that I've trained. Just, just for banter. Like, I was one of those players. Love to, love to, or hate to love, uh, hate to love to play against, you know. One of them ones, the bittersweet, but um, that, yeah, pre-season went well. Got into the first first game of the season. We played against uh, Catford Wanderers. Solid team, very intimidating. South East London, predominantly black. Um, intimidating, yeah. And what I mean by that is they didn't intimidate me in no way because I I just saw players as players. But what they did was they tried to intimidate people on where they were from and, and, and what their intent was. And they tell you at the start of the game, like, you're not going to be doing nothing. Like, I'm going to keep you, like, steady, you know, like, or, or you watch what I'm going to do. Like, that sort of talk here, which we played that game when I say to you, I played 60 minutes of that match, the first 60 minutes. I had to come off here because I couldn't do anything against them. Like, they literally... Anything I do, they were breathing down my neck like they made it a thing to prevent me from moving. Maybe it's because I had the yellow boots on, I had the yellow pumas. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. back then, yeah. coloured boots was a thing. Yeah, you know, it was, yeah, it was yeah. one of those ones. So, yeah, from there, I went on a period where like six, seven games where I just lost confidence. I just, to the point where I was like, I don't think I'm ready for this level. And in between this time, a guy came through the shadows and... Uh, Established himself in the team, scoring goals and, um, you know, making himself the man. So I think what had happened was he got injured for like game eight, game nine of the season. And that the manager kind of said to me, I'm throwing you in, yeah? <laughs> but I don't even think he had confidence in him at that point. Anyway, to cut the long story short, I bagged four that day. And he had to start me the next day and then I bagged four or five. 
And then I just went on this continuous trip of like just just scoring non-stop to the point where they couldn't get me out of the team. Um, in the end, we finished third in the league. I got top scorer in the league. Um, the best game I ever played. Uh, I think we played well in United against uh, on our grounds under floodlights. We got about two three hundred people fans in the in the in the thing, and. Um, What's it called? One of the defenders plays the ball into our midfield. The midfielder clips it over, goes past me, over the head, uh, goes over the halfway line, but over my head. I've ran onto it, literally first touch, kind of flicked it to the right, pushed it forward of my right, approached the ball and just swerved it top corner, like ran into the stands, like celebrating, like. Like I was going crazy, yeah. Uh, my mate was in the stand. He's he's going ballistic, and he says to me, one of the fans was saying, "Why why is he celebrating like that's his first goal of the season or something like that?" And like my mate's turned to me and has gone, "No, no, no, that's like goal thirty three or something like that." <laughs> he's the top scorer, and the guy just had to be quiet and shut up. But um, yeah, that was that was an amazing time. But that that was it really. After that, I kind of uh, I kind of stopped playing. I kind of stopped playing. You turn 17, you, you decide you want to enjoy life a bit more, you yeah. want to work. Even at that level, you have to be dedicated to your craft for yeah. that long. And uh, after a while, I guess it gets, uh, gets to a stage where you want to do... Yeah, you want to just things. do normal stuff and you want to kind yeah. of... You know, I still, I still love the game. Um, not as enthusiastic as I once was, but that's just... I guess that's just because times have changed and... Mm-hmm. I don't know, but... What what did you gain? What do you think you gain from from that in terms of from from ten life, to sixteen being that life skills, life skills, life skills from everything to my job now, like like yeah. just just how how I manage situations, um, how I'm with my friends, like it it it's a, it built me as a person. Like football literally made me who I am, which is which is amazing, and I'm forever thankful for that. I mean, it gives, it gives you habits as well, your uh, phys- physical literacy habits. Yeah. And uh, just... A bit of discipline. Discipline. Emotional literacy. Emotional discipline, because you have to. national relationships and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because... Yeah, stay, stay, definitely, definitely... Um, it's my older I mean, person. Yeah. I wish I played for a bit later, till a bit later. I mean, I wasn't that good, but I'm saying just, just recreationally till a bit later for, for the physicality, for the physical... Uh, benefits yeah, and the, the health. routine and the, yeah. and just the camaraderie of people uh, stops you from doing other other things in, in that time period so yeah it's a beautiful game yeah well listen it was good it was good talking to you about this um, I'm sure we'll have plenty more discussions in the future just before um, what would you say your top five players are top five players ever yeah Top four players. Uh, Roberto Baggio. Ronaldo. Ryan Giggs. And they don't have to be the greatest players. It's no, just this mine. This mine. Yeah. Um, uh, significant. Pepe Signore. People don't even know who he is, but he's yeah, yeah. baller. And in the fifth. There's so many, but I'm just I'm just going off who like over the years I loved uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, he's, he's you know he's quite provincial. What about you? I'd say a, a cotcher. Because you're talking about the journey, 
from me what liking football caught shot he made he made a guy die his hair at Auburn so it must have been decent mm-hmm. a caught shot um, McManaman was the first England player I liked like so I'll, I'll say McManaman Carnu. Um, Carnu, big Kanu, ball yeah ball. again it's a Nigerian thing there um Uh, yeah. The Frenchman. Zizou. Yeah. yeah. Has to be Zizou. You've always spoken yeah, of yeah. the guy. ZZ. Like, uh, I used to think he was like Zeus. Amazing. And last of all, I'd say Roy Keane, even though he's, 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 he's not actually a player that is like the rest, and the, the, the others are dribblers and, um, that's the type of player I liked, but um, yeah, yeah. you know, as oh, a United I, I, fan I when I was that. a kid, I, I, I just remember Roy Keane dri- driving, just driving the team, and doing, doing, just doing simple things to to keep things effective. I mean, I'd also put, I mean, Skulls is is a bit more talented, but the, the two of them mm-hmm. in that bracket, um, they kept the team ticking. Um, so yeah, I mean, as far as like Keane, just because that that was an earlier influence, I think Skulls later grew on me. As, he was as, Captain as, Marvel. As, uh, after after Brian Robson, you yeah. know, but I've been driving the team forward in in, in those hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, uh, yeah. So I mean, just for, as an early influence and, and someone someone that really influenced my my uh, take on things in football. Um, yeah, he was kind of underrated even at that point when I when I when I when I rated him. But yeah, I, I saw him as the as that en- engine of that team. Fair uh, play in in those early nineties, but yeah, so. Yeah, so those are my five. I like that. I'm sure. I'm sure everyone's got their mm-hmm. their five. And special mention be... to Valeron as well. Special mention to Valeron for Deportivo, oh, top yeah. player. Yeah, he, he yeah, did yeah. love that guy. Yeah, yeah, lost, but like Spanish football. But anyway, but yeah, all good. Well, guys, listening for the next episode, and we'll be discussing next topics that may take your tickle. Take care. Look after yourselves, and we're out. Okay, guys. See ya.